A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. An Erio's Original I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst-case scenario in my own brain. My therapist calls my gift catastrophizing. And that's why I'm uniquely qualified to scrutinize and analyze history's greatest disasters and find out who's to blame. They say history repeats itself. Not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and I am The Alarmist. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today we're discussing Mariah Carey's disastrous 2016 New Year's Eve performance. Here's what you need to know. International music superstar Mariah Carey was born in Huntington, New York on March 27, 1970. Her father was an aeronautical engineer of African-American and Venezuelan descent, and her mother was a voice coach and opera singer from an Irish background. 
Growing up in the 70s, at a time when interracial marriages had only recently stopped being illegal, Carrie and her two siblings were bullied for being mixed race. Yet despite much adversity, Carrie was resolute in pursuing a singing career. At the age of 18, Carrie met Tommy Mottola, the then president of Sony Music, at an industry party and showed him her demo. Mottola signed her immediately to the label. Carrie hit number one in the U.S. charts with her first single, Vision of Love, from her debut album, Mariah Carey. Shortly after, she won two Grammys for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance and Best New Artist. But her follow-up album, Emotions, didn't sell as well. Critics accused her of being a studio warm or a singer who only sounds good on record. Carrie swiftly shut down those rumors with her vocally stunning MTV Unplugged performance of an acoustic cover of I'll Be There. Later, her single, Dream Lover, from her 1993 album, Music Box, stayed at number one for two months. The next year, in December 1994, she released her biggest international hit to date, All I Want for Christmas Is You. Her career took a dip after her 2001 film, based on her life, Glitter, was panned by audiences and critics alike. But the pendulum swung back in her favor with her 2005 opus, We Belong Together, which became her 16th U.S. number one chart topper. And in 2009, Carrie received much acclaim for her performance in Lee Daniels' Oscar-winning film, Precious. With a career that spanned over 30 years and countless number one hits, Mariah Carey has had her share of ups and downs, and her career has not gone unscathed. She, like similarly successful women in the male-dominated music industry, has been labeled a diva. From rumors that she refused to enter her limo outside a hotel until they rolled out a red carpet lined with candles, to accounts that she forced her employees to walk backwards in front of her so that she wouldn't fall over, the gossip surrounding Carrie has been ruthless. But Carrie always denied these allegations, stating, quote, I'm baffled, shocked, and appalled when I'm called a diva. I've never done anything diva-ish in my life. But who was telling the truth? Only time would tell. And that time was New Year's Eve 2016. Americans had just gone through a traumatic U.S. presidential election that left a real estate mogul turned reality star with no political experience as head of state. It had been a rough year, and many swore nothing else could surprise them. That was until Mariah Carey took the stage in front of over one million people in Times Square as the headliner for Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve, hosted by Ryan Seacrest. Performing live on ABC, Carrie had just finished Old Lang Syne when things began to spiral out of control. Quote, we can't hear, she said in the opening seconds of Emotions, after she sashayed down the stage. Carrie told the audience that there had not been a proper sound check, then said, we'll just sing, perhaps either forgetting her lyrics or taken by surprise by an incorrect lip-syncing track. She went on to try to hit some of the notes, but immediately stopped herself. We didn't have a check for this song, so we'll just say, it went to number one, and that's what it is. Okay. Quote, we're missing some of the vocals, but it is what it is. I'm 
Let the audience sing. As her backup dancers continued with their choreography, ABC quickly cut to shots of the Times Square crowd as Carrie paced on stage. She continued to talk seemingly to producers behind the camera or stagehands, suggesting fixes. At one point, in an effort to defend herself, she said, I'm trying to be a good sport here. When the number ended, the baffled crowd cheered her on. That was amazing, she said. Without any time to recover from the disastrous performance, the track for We Belong Together came on and the dancers continued with the planned costume change as if nothing was wrong. Carrie seemed to recover at first, singing the first verse to her chart-topping hit, but there appeared to be another malfunction and Carrie again stopped singing. This time, the pre-recorded number kept playing. Trying to shrug it off, she said, quote, it just don't get any better. Then, after what felt like an eternal slow-motion train wreck, Carrie turned around and left the stage. Fun Facts, a.k.a. Death Stats. Throughout her career, Carrie has won five Grammy Awards, 19 World Music Awards, and 21 Billboard Music Awards. Carrie's appearance was marred by technical difficulties as the singer notably went along with her planned choreography but made little effort to sing during her six-minute set. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. Fact-checker Chris Smith. Hi. And our very special guest today is actor, host, fellow podcaster, Chelsea Phillips-Reed. Hi, Chelsea. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. We're so excited to have you as well. Um, Chelsea is the host of the Magic Mike Live in Las Vegas. Um, they also have an upcoming show, that Finding Magic Mike, which will be coming out on HBO Max. And she is the co-host of the Side Hustle podcast. We've had uh, your co-host Sarah Lowe on the show before. Um, and now we're so excited to have you on. Well, thanks. I know. I was so, so excited when Sarah was on and also jealous. So then I was so <laughs> glad when you guys uh, asked me to. <laughs> mm -hmm. Chelsea, before I ask you, you know, what's alarming you these days, I just want to talk about a little bit about Magic Mike. Can you tell our listeners, you know, about the new show that's coming out and a very special milestone you just celebrated? Yeah, absolutely. So I always say Magic Mike Live is so much more and different and better than what you like think. Because I think instantly you think of like weird humping. And like, that yeah, sounds great to I me, actually. Yeah, I'm I good mean, with just that's the still weird good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying I mean, it's you better? tell me, Chris, wow. what do you think, Chris? Do you like to watch weird men humping? <laughs> do, do I like it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on the context. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chelsea, please. No, continue. no. So this, I mean, Magic Mike Live is Channing Tatum's baby. It's conceived, directed by him. Um, so it's this incredible kind of like love letter to women that the show is really designed to make you feel safe and welcomed and seen. And, and the guys aren't strippers. They're the most incredible professional actor, dancer, acrobats. They do everything. And then the cool thing is there's also a female host. So I always, Love I kind of function as like the big sister to the audience that I'm there to kind of be like, Hey, I'm doing this with you. There's no wrong way to experience the show. You can laugh, you can scream, you can be like, you could do anything. And, and it's great. 
And we just celebrated 100 shows reopened after the apocalypse. So. Wow. Amazing. So it's good to, you know, good to hear that people are ready to get back to humping. Well, <laughs> this is a, re- this is a we- really good. That was a really good pitch. I thought. For, <laughs> I agree. It makes I, I'm like I'm much more intrigued by this experience now. Now I yeah. want to go see it. Well, I really hope you will because I tell everyone like, literally everyone experiences the show and is like, oh my god, I loved it. My grandma's 95 and is like a sweet Southern woman. And she went, that is the best play I have ever seen. <laughs> play. She called it a play. I love it. Grandma Janet loved it. Forget Tennessee Williams. That is just, that's where it's at. Magic. Janine Tatum is the new Tennessee Williams of there our time. Go. I mean, that that's accurate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Chelsea, we like to start off our show by asking our guests, what is something that is recently alarming you? What is something that's keeping you up at night? Oh, my God. Everything keeps me up at night. <laughs> Just oh, really? you know this, like the first time we ever talked, I was telling you how I feel like I'm very murderable. Like who <sighs> would like to murder me? Because <laughs> listen, I have a zest for life. I light up a room with my smile. Look at my teeth. Like I just, yeah. So people want to feel that smile. happy. You're yeah. just so good. It's just no. That's people awful. would just be like, "Yeah, I want to murder her." Um, <laughs> what's keeping me up right now? Oh Jesus, everything. America. Not be, you know, trying to stay alive. I guess. Yeah, just constantly <laughs> locking my doors and then like surprising the back seat by turning around suddenly to be like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And it works. (laughs) The most, the thing that's keeping me up now is we just recently had a leak in our house that was undetected. Mm. Black mold. How long was it leaking? It was the water main. So we actually got a letter from the water district being like, you've got a leak. And we're like, you're liars. We don't have a leak. And then finally we found it and it was like under the ground. It's insidious mold. And you were paying for that water, right? You were paying for that leaky water? Yeah, and it's Vegas. So like water. Bummer. Yeah, but it's okay. We got it fixed. And the mold is out? Yeah, there's no mold. But the the plumber was like, oh, if you would like let this go longer, like it could just take over your house. Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine all of a sudden the mold is just like, get on out. I live here. We're moving in. Yeah, even that mold is trying to murder you. It's true. Listen, <laughs> met me and it's like this. Bitch. <laughs> I'm ready. too happy. Smile too bright. You know, to bring her down. It would, it, Chelsea, you have to just like lower down a few notches. Your zest for life. It's oh, just I, too much. I thought you were saying my volume because I kind of feel a low scream all the time. Like I think I'm talking normally, but they're like, "Why are you yelling?" I'm like, "This is how I talk." Yeah, no, so much zest. It's, it's too much. I I think you I think you should keep it the same or turn it up. I, I yeah, dial it up. For- I they dialed oh, up. Wow. You guys, these are my people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just worried about your survival. You know what I mean? But you know, Rebecca, you, she's got a whole live, posse of live, magic mic dancers who will protect her. Right. Yes. They'll dance fight. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of dancers, I heard, and this is a perfect segue into this episode that you, uh, one of the dancers on magic Mike was one of the original Mariah Carey, 2016 New Year's Eve disaster performance dancers. Disaster dancer. Yeah. I immediately was like, oh no, I know too much. <laughs> have you talked to that dancer about this? I actually that, have. Uh, <gasps> and I mean, okay. 
So he was like, what, what can you tell us? What can Give you tell us? us? The tea. I mean, listen, I'm going to spill that tea. So he, <laughs> he's lovely and like very diplomatic. And, but he, mm. I, I mean, I think the truth of the matter is that maybe mm. she didn't um, attend all rehearsals. <gasps> wow. Okay. I, I cannot get in a fight with Mariah Carey right now. We're, this is going to shade this entire episode now because now we know that. I think, now we know. I think it would be great to pit Chelsea against Mariah Carey in some sort of feud because it would be great for <laughs> raise your profile, raise the profile of Magic Mike, the show. Totally. It, she, it, <laughs> She's down. Chelsea's down. <laughs> I mean, we need it. You didn't have to even finish your sentence. <laughs> you I also host a show. Confrontation and I'd like just immediately cry and be like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make you really likable. People would be like, yeah. oh. America's sweetheart. Another title I'm waiting for. Yes. But. But I think that that's a good idea to start putting on the board, which is just a missing rehearsals. Yes. I'm going to, I'm just going to put it up. Let's just put that up. Missing rehearsals. Missing rehearsals. Uh huh. Um, Do you guys know that I also have met Mariah Carey? (gasps) No. Tell us. Guys, literally, when I read that this is what we were covering, I was like, (laughs) wow. Wow. Mariah Carey and I (laughs) are are like cross lovers. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Like years ago, I was in Sephora with my girlfriend in Las Vegas and this woman walked up to us and was like, you guys seem fun. And I was like, not today. I can't get murdered, please. (laughs) (laughs) No. And she was like, I'm a producer with the Ellen show. And I was like, wow. And she was like, listen, we have like a really special thing planned, but we need like just regular people. And I was like, wrong person. And she was like, so will you come with us to like our suite? Which is crazy now in retrospect because I'm all That sounds scary. Yeah. I, I Come ask, to our suite. Yes. I didn't ask for any kind of like verification. Like, can I see an right. ID? I was just like, you've got a van and candy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we went to the suite. And then we saw cameras and I was like, legit. That was like my litmus test of like, sure. I was like, oh, they've got cameras? This is definitely a TV show. Um, and Mariah Carey was announcing her residency at Caesars. So then she came out dressed like a French maid and was like, will you come see me sing at Caesars? And we were like, yeah. <laughs> and then she pushed me. Why did she push you? Was she trying to kill you? It was a hug, um, but it was a Mariah Carey hug. And? So she kind of wait. like held your body hard against her hard, hard boobs. Did she go, your, the way your hands are there, your, did she go under your arm? Yeah, she did like a scoop. A scoop. Oh, God. Okay. And then like a hard, hard boob. And then hard like a, boob. Uh, Oh my God. <laughs> Why was she hugging strangers? Because like we were her number one fans. Oh. Because like oh. the whole like gimmick was like these regular fans got surprised by Mariah Carey. And now, and then we were given tickets to our show and we got to like go to the Ellen show too. Oh, I love that wow. descriptor regular. You're just a regular human. Just a regular <laughs> human. Look at little these, did they know. These murderable, these extremely murderable, <laughs> murderable humans. <fans. laughs> and also like just so willing to go with a stranger to their hotel. It's like the yeah. beginning of like a dateline special. Like, yeah, oh, you will sure. be murdered first. For sure. Yeah. And here's my question. If you had been like, can I see some identification and they just showed you like any old badge, would you have believed the badge? Right. Oh, if it was laminated. Or would you would have like really scrutinized the badge? Oh, I, I, I would I would have gone at that point. I was just like so sold. I was like TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm the same. I probably I'd walk right into that murder too if it really was a trap. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just so curious. So, what was she like in person, other than you know aggressive, 
with her hugging. I mean, <laughs> she was kind of like you would think. Like she didn't really look at you. She looked like above you. I'm demonstrating mm. on the camera. And uh, yeah, I th- I have a theory though. It's a very scientific theory about super, super famous people. I feel like when you have achieved that level of like fame, you are surrounded by people that just want to keep you happy all the time. So you have zero accountability ever. So Mm. then you just become like, uh, not, you are not a regular human. You are irregular. You are irregular. Right. Yeah. You can't function in society anymore. Mm -hmm. Wow. You hard Mm -hmm. hug. That's number one. You throw people around and you don't have to care. You don't and, if have to, the, she, and if you can't hear the music, you stop a show and just talk to the audience and, and tell them that you can't hear the music. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think you could draw a direct line to that. Yeah, exactly. I think that's it. And you say you're a good sport and you're like, well, you haven't played a sport. You don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it is. I, yeah. I, I was we should get into it, but I just want to like, I guess maybe just to kick it off, like that watching that video mm. and her getting upset. Like I, th- part of me is just like, I feel, I wonder if she was like, Oh, I'm not liking how I sound or I'm not happy with one little thing. So like, I'll, I'm just totally entitled to like shut it down and stop because well, I feel like as a performer, I would like, we got to, the show must go on, but she was yeah. like, I don't care. Well, let's, let's dive in because there's there's a lot to discuss and you're like oh it's a you know 6 minute performance that you know went wrong like what what could po- what could we possibly talk about for an hour there's so much mm-hmm. and let's start with rehearsals so apparently there were these rushed rehearsals where uh this is according to vulture where Carrie's rep is adamant that the singer rehearsed for several hours the night before and earlier that day, an insider that worked on the show, possibly this dancer, mm-hmm. says that Carrie skipped practice and used a body double to hold her place during rehearsal earlier mm-hmm. that day. This is according to Entertainment Weekly. Carrie's manager, Stella Bolochnikov, Bul- Bul- not only did she not ditch rehearsal, we got to Times Square at 2.30. They weren't ready for her until 3.20. Oh <laughs> she waited 50 minutes? Hasn't she okay. covered enough? Oh, my God. <laughs> she goes on. We waited around for their stage manager. We had the stage from 3.20 to 3.50. She had a dance stand-in for the musical number. She sat on the side of the stage with her ear pack and her in ears and her microphone to make sure she could do the sound check. The most important thing to her was the sound. The sound was coming in choppy. She was assured it would work better that evening. Another, this is according to Hollywood Reporter, another source told Billboard she didn't have the kind of time that she usually gets for her, quote, Mariah-ness. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Mariah-ness. So, sounds like she just skipped rehearsal. Sounds like the, this is an accurate account. You know, she's going to deny that that, you know, that was an issue. But it feels like she just put someone in her place and she watched from the sidelines because she didn't feel like going on stage. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it sounds like. And like saying that she watched from the sidelines, that's not a rehearsal. <laughs> because her. <laughs> that is not a rehearsal. No, I've, I've done a rehearsal before. I'd that's love a, to watch uh, my own rehearsals. <laughs> that's like a rehearsal if you're for the audience, like you're rehearsing <laughs> to be in the audience. <laughs> but 
I also think like, okay, so at what point do you really have to kind of, I'm a big proponent of always getting up there and doing it and blocking through it, walking through it. But like, you know, these people, they reach a certain level. They feel like they don't have to, but I mean, she is Mariah Carey. It's like, if basically I'm saying like, if you skip rehearsal, you better not fuck up during the performance. Yeah. Yeah. Which is obvious to say. And that's a big, it's like, it's the New Year's Eve show. Like you feel like I would assume as a person who is a performer and has like a level, some level of perfectionism or, you know, like understands like that you'd kind of put in a little more effort for that gig. Mm -hmm. Right. One would think, but she has been doing it at this point since, you know, the early nineties. So we're, she's coming up on, not to say this is an excuse, but it's like 30 years. And it's not like Emotions is, her, it, I mean, it was her number one, her first single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? She's been singing it for almost 25 years. So yeah. are you saying right. that? The- she could probably sing it in her sleep. Yeah, right, totally. You know? Now, I, I want to put something up on the board that might, you know, okay. color this. Um, fatigue. So Mm. in October 2020, the mom of two reflected on the incident during a chat with Trevor Nelson on his BBC Radio 2 show Rhythm Nation. Looking back at the ordeal, Mariah says her fatigue clouded her ability to sing live that night as she hit out at music as she hit out at music label producers for pushing musicians instead of listening to them. This is according to Hollywood Reporter. According to her then manager, Stella Bolaknikov, I'll say that right at some point, um, Mariah Carey had to cut her vacation in Aspen short in order to do the show. Oh, my God, no. (laughs) And performing was a favor to Dick Clark Productions. Uh, Bolaknikov said that the producer Mark Schimmel's direct request was, quote, I'm begging you to do this. America needs this moment after Donald Trump. (laughs) Oh, looks like we got somebody else to put up on the board. Yes. What do you think, Clayton? Clayton, okay, just so everyone knows, we signed on before even Chelsea was on. He's like, I'm going to put Donald Trump on the board. (laughs) I I wanted to say, I was was clarifying. I was like, are we, is this like, New Year's Eve going into 2017 or going into 2016 before mm-hmm. Trump? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I remember what the world was like after that election. And I could imagine that it might have been messing with her psyche, too. Mm. Mm. We all needed an Aspen vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we needed like 10 years on Aspen. We still mm-hmm. need that. We're still there, actually. Yeah. I'm go. actually mm-hmm. calling you guys from Aspen. But wait, I have a quick question. Because they yeah. said, like, in her mon- in her in-ears, the sound was choppy. But, like, I feel like she, if she was really there, would have insisted that they fix it then. Why would you just right. take their word for it that it will be fixed? That's too, like, ambiguous. I, I oh, Chelsea, that is such a perfect transition mm-hmm. into the next thing I want to put up on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Um, technical difficulties. And let's yeah. discuss, you know, as someone who I'm assuming you do use in-ears, is that what they're called? Yeah, I have in the past. We don't use them in Magic Mike, but yeah, I've used them. Okay. What so, are they? They're like a... Yeah, explain It plays to the track listeners. for you, right? So yeah. you can hear it, the pitch and stuff? Exactly, yeah. So it plays the track, it plays your vocals. It's, it's very, it makes you feel discombobulated because it's like you don't have any ambient sound, so you can't hear like the crowd or like literally someone could be mm. next to you and be like, 
watch out. So that's why you also see <laughs> insider tip. I love artists just wear one. Cause then like, yeah. then you can right. hear like people in your other ear. Yeah. So she, but again, like it's something that everyone uses, especially like singers. So if it was like crappy or not working, it seems like it would be an easy fix to be like, get her a new pack. Okay. It's, and it's important too. I mean, we have a Harvard sailing team in the past. We did like a weird musical moment for like a year or two. And there were some times where I remember the speakers were not placed properly in certain venues and they were in front of us and you could not hear it. And so we couldn't figure out what the pitch was. Like you have to be able to know what, like what the sound is. It's so important. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And like, we're not talking about like a community theater production of right. New Year's Rack and the Eve. Like this is like, they have like all the money in the land. Wait, so uh-huh. wait, I'm sorry. I don't, yeah. I don't quite understand. Do you, when, when you say it plays your vocal track back to you, is it you hear your own voice as you're singing or is it you hear a recording of your own voice and you try and match it? No, no, no. You hear your own voice in real time, like singing into it. As you're saying. Okay. So yeah. it's like a monitor is in front of a stage, but in your ear. It's exactly a monitor in your ear. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. 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 So this is according to Billboard, and Billboard has spoken with multiple sources involved with the show, and one indisputable fact is that there was an issue with Carrie's in-ears. According to two insiders, the audio feed was set to the wrong frequency. Mm. Both sources say the fault was on Carrie's tech team, which seems to support repeated claims by uh, Dick Clark Productions that all was functioning properly on the show production end. Then Entertainment Weekly says, Carrie's manager, again, Stella Bulaknikov. <laughs> God. Yeah. You're getting better. <laughs> Thanks. Um, she did an interview with Ryan Seacrest at about 10.35 p.m. where her in-ears were very choppy. So she said that they were choppy at 3.20 when she finally got on stage to her, her rehearsal, right? But she also did an interview at 10.35 p.m. getting much closer to showtime, and she said that they were still choppy. Okay. Hmm. It goes on. Same in-ears. Weird to me. We then went to producer Mark Schimmel's assigned talent executive to uh, to Mariah and said, her in-ears do not work. It's choppy. We need new ears for the performance. She said, those are not the ears she'll be working with for the performance. The ears she'll be working with are in the trailer. Mm. Okay. We went to the trailer at... 1045. So apparently the the in-ears that she was going to be using were in her trailer. She goes at 1045. She did touch-ups because she's supposed to go on at 1138. We put in the ears and did the mic pa- and did the mic pack. We walked to the holding tent about 1120. We told both stage managers, remember this is not our production team. We're outsourcing our team, which we never do. We told them that the mic pack is not working. She can't hear it. It's faint. They brought her a new one, and that's that one didn't work either. The mic hmm. pack was dead. They changed the battery pack. She said they she still couldn't hear, and the second stage manager said it doesn't work here in the tent. You will it will work on stage, uh, and so she said, "Great, let's go to the stage." It's now. This four- sounds like she is being very <laughs> thorough now on second, right. Uh, I'm like well, I'm like although, really sympathizing with her, right? Hearing but let's all this. hear yeah. let's hear how it goes here. But that is this is her manager. It is her manager. What happened. It's now four minutes to showtime. She says, I hear nothing in my ears. My ears are dead. The other. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. Oh, the classic. Dead. So dramatic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she's got dead ears. The other stage manager says it will work right when we go live. 
Then things start to get chaotic. They start counting her down. Four minutes, three minutes. Mariah, Mariah says, I can't hear. And then they say, we're going to, you're going to hear when it goes live. Two minutes. So right when it goes live, she can't hear anything. The ears are dead. They're dead. <laughs> they keep saying they're dead. <laughs> so she pulls them out of the ear because if the artist keeps them in the ears, then all she hears is silence. Right. Which Chelsea is actually, you, you can attest to that. Once um, she pulled them off her ear, she was hoping to hear her music. But because of the circumstances, there's noise from Times Square and the music is reverberating from the buildings. Mm -hmm. All she hears is chaos. She can't hear her music. It's it's a madhouse. Okay. At this point, there's no way to recover. Okay. I mean, I... That sounds like a nightmare scenario as a performer. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. if that's... That's if that's what happened, mm -hmm. which is scary. Just the odds that every single pack also wasn't working like that's insanity. They're like mm -hmm. how many and, packs they tried. Right. Mm -hmm. What is up with Dick Clark Productions uh, on that end? They had no I batteries think... at all. <laughs> yeah, and like right? you can't tell someone, it, don't worry, it'll land. work when you're in front of the camera and there's no other options to fix it. Right. When well, you're on national television, this will 100% yeah. work. That seems I totally. I think the key, oh, to me, what stood out was in that description was the moment where Mariah didn't trust the stage manager, so she mm. took it out of her ear. Mm. So the stage manager was insistent that it was working or that it but would work. But she took it work. out of her ear when she was on stage and it wasn't working, right? No, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't working. She was on stage, but the stage manager said, hang in there. It'll start when we go live. It'll start working. She didn't trust him, though. So she made the choice to take it out. And hope, hope hope that she would hear just by hearing, you know, out through the speakers for the audience or whatever. Mm, well, there's I don't know, Chris, because there's no time, right? Because it, it's showtime. It, it, you know, if you can't hear for two seconds, you're like, I can't hear. I'm going to miss the song. Like, but she took it out before the performance. No, My, no. She took it out right when she goes. It goes live. She's she can't hear anything. The ears are dead. They're dead. <laughs> They're so dead. she pulls them out of her ear. Right when it goes. So it's all happening like hears. in the moment. Yes. Like that so fast. she pulls yeah. it happens. Rebecca, okay. when you said all she could hear is chaos, like I instantly started sweating from my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel, yeah. And I also feel like that was a good point earlier when they said that like they, this, they outsource, like this is not her normal production team. So maybe it was like mm. everyone's first day. Right. Amateur oh. hour. Yeah. They were li like, listen, mm -hmm. we, We've just got this group of people that have never worked. <laughs> <laughs> it, they They're just went to batteries. a local Sephora and they rounded up a few uh, they were like, lively fun. customers. You guys seem fun. <laughs> regular people. Murderable people. Van. Just total zest for life murderer. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I think one thing to consider is like that maybe someone just made a mistake. And like mm, human oh, yeah. error and speaking of mistakes, I made a giant mistake like five seconds ago and we didn't or 10 minutes ago and we didn't address it at all. Rebecca, I know your name. I know who oh, you what are did you and say? I listened to you. I think I said Jessica. Like it was in my moment. Oh, what? <laughs> and I literally, I, I did not. I oh didn't my God. hear it. I'm so glad you did it. I thought you guys were secretly <laughs> on a group chat and you're like, this bitch. And because I was literally like, yeah, and I said it. And then I was like, why did I say that? I know her name. And then I'm going to put Jessica on the board. No, I literally have been having a panic attack since that moment where I was like, 
Oh, remember when you? I didn't hear it, but now we everyone please rewind and find the moment where Chelsea calls me Jessica. Jessica Delgado Smith. It's when you complimented me, and I was like flustered, so I was like, "Oh my gosh, thank you, Jessica!" And then I was like, "Really? How did I not catch that wrong name?" And then, oh my gosh, now everything in my house is falling apart. Literally. Oh my gosh. Oh Oh my my god, God, the black mold—it's creeping in. We're well, back. we're we're all, you know, human error. Yeah. It's one of the most terrifying uh, things in the world. I mm-hmm. want to throw in um, lack of trust. Mm. And, oh, because, look, even if Mariah Carey couldn't hear right away, if the stage manager was insisting that they would come on and she trusted him, maybe she would stick with it and it would eventually come on. Now, the other thing I want to blame is the stage managers. You just got mm-hmm. to. You just got to because they have got to f- solve that problem for her. Yeah. Um, in the mm. moment, if she can't hear anything. Now, let's talk about Dick Clark Productions, which was the production company, um, and perhaps Sabotage. <gasps> oh, my God. No. What? <laughs> like Who Sabotage from that? Dick Clark from Beyond the Grave? <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> like Ghost Sabotage? <laughs> yeah, like what are you talking about? It's possible. Look, let's put it up on the board. This is according to uh, Mariah Carey's Twitter statement on January 8th, 2017 says, I haven't really addressed the situation that happened on New Year's Eve. And in time, I will. But for now, I want everyone to know that I came to New Year's Eve in New York in great spirits and was looking forward to a celebratory moment in with the world. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) A lot of things I want to laugh about, but uh, we'll continue. Uh, Carrie says, uh, said, it's a shame that we were put into the hands of a production team with technical issues who chose to capitalize on circumstances beyond Mm -hmm. our control. It's not practical for a singer to sing live and be able to hear themselves properly in the middle of Times Square with all the noise, the freezing cold, Mm -hmm. the smoke from the smoke machines, thousands of people celebrating, especially when their ear monitors were not working at all. Listen, guys, they foiled me. Thus, it turned into an opportunity to humiliate me and all those who were excited to ring in the new year with me. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> I, I, there's more. What there's does more. she think? Happened? That's like a, it's like conspiracy theory. It's like, I mean, like, it's like that would re- require a lot of effort for them to like go to that length. Imagine right? that. Yeah. But <laughs> imagine they're like, okay, this year, who are we yeah, going to get? Well, no, <laughs> I think that she's, I think, what, but the way she just said it is actually like, because of all the chaos, so they took the opportunity yeah. to humiliate. Yes. Me, which implies like these, there are people who are like, Ooh, there's a lot of confusion right now. This could be a good opportunity right. well, to humiliate. Okay. Mariah perfect. Carey. Now we're going back to the stage manager uh, at the time accused sabotaging the performance to get ratings. This is according to Entertainment Weekly. Mm. Carrie's manager, Stella Bolaknikov. <laughs> there will. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Stella. Uh, but even when it didn't work, when live, when she pulled her ears out, they should have cut to commercial. That says to me that they wanted a viral a viral moment at any expense. And that's not a company with integrity for 50-something years. After the show, I called Mark Schimmel. This is verbatim. Uh, this is a verbatim conversation. I asked, what happened? He said, I just talked to my guys and I confirmed her in-ears didn't work. Couldn't she just wing it? I'm like, what are you talking about winging it? Are you on glue? He's like... <laughs> are you on glue? <laughs> 
Yes. So this what is does, that? I, like high on glue or something. Wow. I, don't I don't know. That's <laughs> a good burn. I've ever heard. <laughs> I want to glue later now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He goes, he's like, what do you want me to do? I said, I want you to cut the West Coast feed. He calls me back and says, we can't do it. So I'm like, you would prefer to air a show with technical glitches so that you can have a viral moment rather than protect the integrity of your show and Dick Clark Productions. He said, we just won't do it. Do you want to do a joint statement? And I said, no, I want you to go F yourself. Mm. A sor- <laughs> okay. So the, the source from uh, Dick Clark Productions denies that the conversation ever happened. And then this is the Dick Clark Productions official statement that was put out. As the premier producer of live television events for nearly 50 years, we pride ourselves in our reputation and longstanding relationships with artists. Begins the clearly uh, perturbed statement. Okay, this is (laughs) someone's uh, commenting on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. To suggest that Dick Clark Productions, as producer of music shows, including the American Music Awards, Billboard Music Awards, New Year's Rockin' Eve, and Academy of Country Music Awards, would ever intentionally compromise the success of any artist is defamatory, outrageous, and frankly absurd. In very rare instances, there are, of course, technical errors that can occur with live television. However, an initial investigation has indicated that Dick Clark Productions had no involvement involvement in the challenges associated with Miss Carrie's New Year's Eve rock, uh, performance. We want to be clear that we have the utmost respect for Miss Carrie as an artist and acknowledge her tremendous accomplishments in the industry. Hmm. I just so don't buy conspiracy because I feel like mm-hmm. you would have to have pl- a. I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all no. because I just feel like human beings can't keep secrets. So the thought that like all these people had this idea of like we're gonna bring down Mariah Carey tonight, <laughs> like it just and for why it just doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the idea that there are no conspiracies because humans can't keep secrets. It's a really mm-hmm. good point. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yeah, to it, me. it really. <laughs> it's like we're not good enough to put this together. Like you guys give us way right. too much credit that like these conspiracies are happening. Yeah. I think that's really that's really interesting Thanks, to guys. me. The <laughs> to me also the indicator here. Of course, there are technical errors. To me, that tells me Dick Clark knows something went wrong and that they mm-hmm. were responsible. Mm-hmm. And they did admit that her in-ears weren't working. Well, so. no, that was according... They denied that statement. Right. That was according to the manager. Yeah. So, uh, But I feel like the tea leaves are telling me that they they screwed up. And so we should definitely put Dick Clark on the board. Now, was it like... I think Mariah Carey and her manager think that that they were they did it on purpose or they could have cut cut, cut to commercial. I think that might be a, a th- another thing entirely. Well, do, don't you get the sense though that perhaps I don't know. Maybe they saw an opportunity in the moment and perhaps if it had been an artist that was very very beloved. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. So wait, she's beloved, but she has a reputation, you think? I mean, and and I don't know if it's a valid reputation. All we know, all we can go off is rumors and uh, Chelsea's hug push. 
Okay. <laughs> very hard. Which which is a very which hard. Happened. Okay. Yeah. Mariah and Isabel to be so pissed at me. I cannot <laughs> even stand this. What's it going to be like? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying like she's probably, I, I am skeptical of all the rumors being true because I think that as a female in uh, the music industry, you know, a very powerful female in the music industry, you're bound to get like shit talkers. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yes. Um. So I'm hesitant to just be like, oh, she's a diva. Right. Right. Yeah. Unless you know her. It's like you can't confirm yeah. unless you're mm-hmm. like. But I, it, it does rub me the wrong way when people don't show up to rehearsal. Yeah. Sure. Well, and I was going <laughs> to say one thing, and I totally, totally agree with you, Rebecca slash Jessica. I, yeah, <laughs> that I feel like when you are a woman in entertainment and then you're not always just like, okay, then suddenly right. they're like, what a bitch. Um, yeah. But, but I will say this as well. When they talked about Dick Clark, when he, when he, when they said, um, like, we kind of thought she could wing it or whatever. I think that is the assumption that especially like any performer Things go wrong, but then you have that moment of like, okay, I'm going to like think on my feet. I'm going to get through. I'm not going to stop. And I think Mm -hmm. I always use this example because the best concert I ever went to in my whole life is when I saw Adele at the Staples Center. It was like profound. And she literally stopped one of the numbers because she was like, oh, wait a second. And like, she stopped it because she wanted to introduce her band. She was like, I can't go any further. I have to introduce my band. And so like, you can make decisions quickly and like stop, but then come mm. back and, and mm. still perform. Yeah. yeah. Well, it could have been an opportunity to uh, introduce her dancers. Yeah. yeah I mean, she <laughs> you know, she literally could have like, if she couldn't sing or like hear herself well enough to sing, she, I mean, I'm like making up lines for her. I mean, she could be like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> she could be like Donald Trump. Ah, what am I <laughs> but all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, she could have done like a spoken word. Yes. I mean, listen. There are options. There is are what so you, many options. Yeah. Now, we have a bunch of stuff up on the board. Why don't we take a break and then we'll start crossing things off the list. Let's do it. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, Chris, hit us with the list. Okay, who's to blame for Mariah Carey's disastrous 2016 New Year's Eve performance? Was it missing rehearsals, rushed rehearsals, fatigue, Donald Trump, technical difficulties, human error, Jessica, Rebecca Delgado-Smith. What was that? Uh, Lack of trust, stage managers, Dick Clark production sabotage, or I cannot believe we didn't put this up on the board, but I'm just going to say it right now, Mariah Carey. (laughs) Classic. We do do that sometimes, Chelsea, where we, we, when we, the, the classic case... Everyone's heard it a hundred times, but Charles Manson murders we did, and we didn't put up on the board the people who actually committed them. Oh, that right. Mm. That's right. Just a little oopsie-daisy on our part. <laughs> Just a little oversight. <laughs> so let's throw Mariah up there for that for the disastrous performance of yeah, Mariah and, Carey. And while you're typing in Mariah Carey, perhaps delete Jessica Delgado-Smith. Yeah, yeah she was the not there. And America. <laughs> She's not a real person. She's no, not. no one even knows her. Who would say that? No, we don't know who Jessica Delgado. There probably is a Jessica Delgado Smith somewhere. Probably. <laughs> the, uh, is there? I don't think so. Oh. Whatever. We'll we'll look that up later. Okay, I can't wait. But w- was there something missing here? You guys were sort of touching on it before, but is there some kind of diva blame or diva? Uh, I don't know what you would call it, but like, I think that they that Mariah Carey is rightfully or wrongfully or wrongfully colored a diva or whatever. And that could be, you know, a perception that is perpetuated that is like negative and because Mm. of jealousies or because she's a woman in the, in the music industry. So I don't know if we want to put something like that up on the board because I'm, I'm only suggesting because maybe there is a, Okay, so like went like a boy who cried wolf element happening here where she's like, I can't hear, I can't hear. And the stage manager kind of rolls his eyes and he's like, I gave her a perfectly good oh. like thing, you know, like she's so just it's being like a she's diva. a victim of diva rumors. Diva, like, yeah, like that that's where I was going with that. Male imposed diva rumors. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're male, directly male, but right. it is a male patriarchal <laughs> Yeah, it, it's like a male-run industry. Yeah, well, I mean, and I th- that is a really good point, though. Of like, maybe she had a valid reason to complain, but people made an assumption that like mm-hmm. she's oh she's just being difficult and not believing right. her. Oh man, impose diva rumors. I like it. Or it's like there, there's some other just it's like no, I, that makes sense exactly how Chelsea described it, where it's like I they say, didn't believe her, right? One of the rumors that I heard, and I'm, I just want to say this because I want to see if I, any of you guys have heard this. I heard a rumor about Mariah Carey and Eminem's something about like that's how she J-Lo. had. The, oh, was it J Lo? I believe that's J Lo. And Where removing she, all the green M and M's. Wait, what? 
or she That's only I, likes white M&Ms or something like that no. because they don't. But I heard it's because they don't. St- it, it made a. It, once it was explained to me, it made perfect sense. It's because when you eat them, they don't stain. So they don't want to have like, you know how like sometimes when you oh, eat candy. The candy coating. Oh, the it, tongue. It, 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 it paints your tongue. tongue yeah. Teeth, so yeah. it's they only wanted white m ms <laughs> But what's fascinating to me is that you heard that about J-Lo, which to me just maybe proves the point that like we just believe these rumors, right? Like there's probably like who else has, knows a rumor about another star Oh, I would never believe that M&Ms. about J-Lo. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> I will defend her to the end. <laughs> she is an angel. <laughs> she wouldn't do this. She would sing. Yeah. No, J-Lo, yeah, J-Lo would sing. Um, and I just... I so have another thing to say. When we went to the Ellen show to see Mariah, J-Lo also, so they shot two shows that day and we got to see two things. And again, I, and I, so now I feel so torn because I, I feel like I don't want to be part of the um, the male-imposed diva rumors. But mm-hmm. to see Mariah interviewed and then to see J-Lo interviewed, like the difference in just like, how they exist in the world and how like JLo is so warm and kind. And like, I don't know it. it Mariah is just an, uh, an interesting character. Like she's just <laughs> not. Maybe it's like the, she grew up in like New York versus JLo growing up in Miami. Right. No, no JLo oh, is wait, a, Jenny also from, from the, the block. block. Jeez, Come like, on. Oh the my, six. Don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. <laughs> so they're both from on New York. The six. So they're <laughs> both from New York. Different neighborhoods. It's true. I love that album. Well, I'm of myself. Uh, she's from the Bronx. I know Jenny's from the, Jenny from the Bronx. Right. Uh, and Mariah Carey was born in Long Island. I'm Long not sure where, where she grew up, what part she grew Huntington. up. So she's out no. on the island. Oh, no, yeah. North Shore. Mm-hmm. She's on the North Shore. I, I, I'm not sure. She, she, but I, yeah, I, that, that's an interesting point, Chelsea. Yeah, that maybe I think just inherent like differences in like personality. And I, I don't know, like maybe. She, yeah. Yeah, she was just I think she was so frustrated that maybe she just was like, you know what? Fuck it. Done. Yeah. 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 And and she's had an interesting career with a lot of ups and downs. So many ups and downs, you know, and and not to say and we don't have to compare her with J-Lo, but just because the the comparison has already been made. Yeah. It's like so is J-Lo, though. I mean, she she came back from the Benefer, you know, (laughs) video. Um, and now she's back with Benefer, you know, that too. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I'm just saying like there have been ups and downs, but you know, perhaps it had something to do with where Mariah was at, at the moment in her career and all of the feelings. Yeah. Well, and that goes into like the fatigue and stuff like that. If she really Mm -hmm. was like maybe in a bad place and like frustrated and that could all, I mean, I feel like when I look at this list, I'm like, I feel like it's like. Uh, culmination of so many things. She was probably stressed out about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was tired. I mean, we, there we, was some technical stuff. It all. It's like yeah. this is a this is a cocktail. This is it's a good. Yeah. Do- we've got to start knocking things off the list. But also, I just want to add that to the list. I think we should put careerism up there because, you know, if people aren't like like Chelsea's describing J Lo, and we all believe her, and we love J Lo here on the show, obviously, <laughs> but like. If we're not 
humble and have a good work ethic. I, I remember seeing Twitter videos of JLo before the Super Bowl performance where she was like practicing this one move she was going to make mm-hmm. as she was descending mm-hmm. from the... Yeah. Yes, that one thought, weird move. <laughs> Chelsea did it. I did. <laughs> Chelsea I nailed it. You did a great. You I did think a good her job. her mic may have picked up her hair, like oh, yeah. rushing into the mic. I, I hurt myself. Like it was like a moment. Of, like, oh, <laughs> it's worth it. Like, it's worth yeah. it. Got to got to warm up <laughs> yeah. before the podcast. Oh. <laughs> but it, but it's important to be humble and it's important to go, go to rehearsals. So uh, really, that right. that's my main thing. I have a problem with people who skip rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, and I think that's my biggest thing with her. And like, again, that like little tidbit we have of like true insider information is like, she didn't go to those rehearsals. Right. So with that in mind, let's what, let's yeah. uh, start knocking some things off this board here. I think we can take lack of trust off. Okay. I also think the Dick Clark production sabotage yeah. Yeah, I is... I think so too. That's not, yeah. It's not doing it for me. The stage managers, you know, we can fold human error into the stage managers. Okay. Or or, full, or vice versa. Well... Now, C- Clayton wants to keep those stage managers up. I, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. We can't take Donald Trump off. That's for sure. <laughs> no. Everything is his fault for the end of time. Perhaps I'm sure Mariah would be cool rehearsals. with blaming him. She yeah. Would be like, yeah his fault. We can take, I think, rush rehearsals over uh, missing rehearsals. Yes. Yeah. Right? Agreed. For sure. Fatigue. Mm-hmm. That that Does that fold into careerism? Or perhaps... I mean, I don't know. Like, you can be tired, but like, this doesn't seem like it's more like the technical stuff. It's not like she was just tired, so she pretended there were technical issues. Yeah, you know what I mean, you know, and and the other thing that I'm thinking about is like she, her vacation was cut short, and however annoying that must have been, for sure, it wasn't like she. It, it, the 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 fatigue excuse is would be better if she had to was like just coming off of a concert tour yeah it's not like she right working doubles at Disney. Mm-hmm. Like she literally was mm-hmm. coming from aspen she had it a aspen. massage it was aspen for yeah. sure yeah it wasn't the aspen leg of her tour it no. was just just it was aspen. just aspen just and like <laughs> and maybe she needed more more, more aspen, aspen time which i respect yeah you know but she had a little bit of aspen time she had a tiny bit (laughs) she's not that fatigued i mean i don't know yeah and even if she was coming from tour it's not like she's on like a bus and truck like oh god we're in a different city every Mm -hmm. night like she's Mm -hmm. really like i mean i imagine (laughs) her she's not a bus and truck vibes girl like a non-equity tour of cats with mariah carey like she's not like this shit is hard yeah that would be i would watch that show though like if she had to be a background dancer on a non-equity Tour of like company or some shit. Oh my god, that would be a really good show to watch. You need to talk to Channing Tatum to see if he can get the show. Yeah, mega producer. (laughs) Get it together, Um, little Chan Chan. (laughs) Chan Chan. Chan Chan. Um, Okay, so impose diva rumors, huh? Mm. So this careerism can that fold into the imposed diva rumors careerism what what that's representing is kind of like where she is in her career and all the feelings attached to that yeah and the effort she makes at rehearsals and the sort of her just like chelsea was saying before not like rolling with it like adele would but like or being positive but just sort of Mm. being like 
Like a sense of entitlement? Or- yeah, like there's maybe some of that going on. Now, I might, we might want to con- consider rolling that into Mariah, Mariah herself. Mariah herself, yeah. yeah. Truly. So we're going we're gonna to roll imposed diva rumors or careerism. Uh, so careerism. careerism. Imposed okay. diva rumors is, yeah, that's a different, that's, I- that's like an idea. Right. Right. And the technical difficulties, I feel like that's still, does that, do we fold the stage managers into that or do we fold the technical difficulties into the stage managers? Clayton, you seem to have very strong opinions. I would say you fold the tef- technical difficulties into the stage managers okay. because that's yeah. their one job, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. You got to have batteries. And backstage. it does seem like in that Dick, Dick Clark production uh, statement, it seems like there was something wrong. There were. With the mic or the okay. in-ears, the in-ears or whatever. So we have missing rehearsals, Donald Trump, mm. stage managers, Mariah Carey, and the imposed diva rumors. Is it time to take Trump off? Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't feel right if he goes to the alarmist jail for this one. Yeah. Right? right? There's plenty of other things. Yeah. We'll get him. We'll, we'll get him. We'll Don't go. worry, guys. We'll get him. Do we take this might be unpopular. Do we take imposed diva rumors off? Because I feel like that's almost I, I don't know. I feel like it's sort of chicken and the egg here. It's like, was it Mariah who created the diva rumors? Right. Or was it the diva rumors that uh right. what perpetuated what? Yeah. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You gotta think when there's smoke, there's fire. I hate to be that guy, but mm. I do think there are a lot of well, I guess. About her well, <laughs> I guess it, it, if she really wasn't, wouldn't a lot more people come out in her defense? Truly, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, I think I, just because, like, <laughs> and, and again, we keep going back to J Lo, and it's to, you know not the same thing, but. I feel like a lot of people back her up. Even when like one tiny mm-hmm. diva rumor comes out about her, yeah. there's like 12 people who are like, she's literally an angel. Yes. <laughs> well, truly. And again, I feel like a, I'm an excellent judge of character <laughs> and sure. I saw mm-hmm. them both on the Ellen stage. And I feel like you, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like technically speaking, she's done the, a slew of shows, Mariah Carey. So mm-hmm. if I feel like she's not at every show shutting it down and it doesn't go right. Right. So, I mean, if we want to get specific about this instance, that's true. It's not like her diva moments or attitude or the rumors showed up in a specific way this one time. Do you know, does that make sense? I'm trying to, mm-hmm. well, but like, you, to you, me, it's more like a, this is like a, it's either a, Pattern. Personal choice or a technical thing or someone messed up. It's not just like, oh, because she's a diva, New Year's yeah. Eve is ruined. Well, it makes it makes me think like who knows what was going on in her life, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, perhaps she took it out on Dick mm-hmm. Clark's New Year's uh, Rock and Eve. Sure. <laughs> you know? It all because in, in all fairness, like she while there are rumors of her being a diva, this is this was like no one saw this one coming. Right. Yeah. She's a solid performer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and like even in like the things that we talked about earlier, you know, she's had this enormous career, like spanning yeah. decades where she's consistently like 
sung beautifully and, and also proved herself by singing live so many times. So yeah. like what Clayton was saying too, it's not like she's done this before. Well, at least we don't know about it. Well, yeah. Right. I right. think I think we gotta um, we gotta make a decision. We gotta call here. something. This yeah. is this is what I'm thinking. Okay. I thinking? actually think I think we should send missing rehearsals to the alarmist jail, and I think we should slap the stage managers. Wow. Because Mariah Carey gets off. Yeah. Because and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm not sending the stage managers to the alarmist jail. It's because if she had perhaps done the rehearsal, they could have caught it. But here's my question. Missing rehearsals is Mariah Carey. Yeah. She's the one who missed it, right? Yeah. Do we we send the concept of just missing rehearsals? Yeah. I think in this instance. I don't think anyone should be missing rehearsals. I think to back up Rebecca here, I think in this instance, we sort of give Mariah Carey, the performer, we can not, we can leave our judgment about her behind in this particular instance and just say the reason why this performance was a disaster was because she actually missed rehearsals. It it could have been somebody else who missed rehearsals and the performance would have gone badly. So maybe it's Mariah Carey's poor decision to miss a rehearsal well that's implied isn't it it's <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm at, i love mariah Carey. i don't need her in the alarmist jail so i'm fine with this decision i mean i'm sure Just the to... other prisoners would che- love mariah Carey. i want to check in with chelsea yes that would be nice I mean, chelsea i want to check think in about with you. the holidays well, you know yeah and again i'm not trying to fight mariah Carey. <laughs> but no. i also feel like they're unfortunately is like the burden of responsibility was on her shoulders that she didn't go to these rehearsals. And ultimately, I don't know. I don't, I feel like she has to, she has to go to jail a little bit. Okay. 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 So we will take, then we will take Clayton's suggestion and say Mariah Carey's decision Mm -hmm. to miss rehearsals is what's sending is what's going to the alarmist jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I like okay. that. Okay. I'm going to call it. Is that satisfying good. for everyone? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Stage managers, you're getting the big slap. Mariah's decision to miss rehearsals. Yes. You're going to the alarmist jail. Okay. So this is, by far the weirdest concept we've put into the alarmist jail yeah. thus far. It's like I can't even picture what that would look like. It's I'm, it's her sitting on the sidelines. It's just yeah. like <laughs> But even now, yeah, she's on the side she's watching her decision go to jail while she sits on the mm-hmm. side. She's watching her body double. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, her body double is doing jail for her. Oh, oh man. Um I, Wow. You thought this was going to be a simple one, and it just never is. It, it, well, it it's Mariah is. Carey. It's got to be complicated. She's complicated. Oh, my yeah. God. So true. Chelsea, thank you so much for helping us get to the bottom of who's to blame for this 2016 disastrous New Year's Eve performance. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I've had so much fun. Thank you for having me. After the New Year's Eve performance, Mariah Carey tweeted, Shit happens. Have a happy and healthy New Year, everybody. Here's to making more headlines in 2017. 
In November 2017, Mariah Carey and her manager of three years, Stella Blaknikov, parted ways. On December 23, 2017, Mariah decided to give New Year's Eve a second chance, announcing that she would be headlining ABC's Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest for the second year in a row. A joint statement between Mariah Carey and Dick Clark Productions stated, quote, We can all agree that last year did not go exactly as planned, and we are thrilled to move forward together to provide America with an incredible night of music and celebration. See you in Times Square. Visit our website and let us know who you think is to blame at www.thealarmistpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at The Alarmist Podcast and on Twitter at Alarmist The. You can also send us your thoughts via email to thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clayton Early with fact-checking by Chris Smith and editing by Molly Hockey. Additional writing by Anastasia Kousakis. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Alex Paul. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith and the Erios Network. Tune in next week. We'll be discussing Typhoid Mary. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 